up, everybody? Welcome to the Pick 6 Podcast, CBS Sports Date NFL Podcast. I'm Will Brinson. I'm your host. I believe that it's Monday in September. I think. I don't know. Uh, what I do know is that this podcast episode is brought to you by... That's right, Bud Light. The Pick 6 Podcast presented by Bud Light, the official beer sponsor of the NFL. Share a limited edition Bud Light team can with us as you listen along. To get yours, go to BudLight.com slash delivery. It's BudLight.com slash delivery to order. I got my Panthers bottle right here, a nice aluminum bottle. This is the perfect beer to sip responsibly as I watch the Panthers win or somebody win me money. Um, I may take one of these I may have taken one of these out to the NC State tailgate on Thursday evening. Who is to say? Again, to get yours. Oh, actually, you know what? Let's uh, what you, Wilson. Would you get some uh, Blitzburg Blitzburg uh, beer bottles down there? Uh, Breach. I, I, I don't think I've showed this one yet. Maybe I did, but Yenza for life. Wow, I like it. Uh, and Breach, you've got a uh, Cincinnati Bengals. Let's hold that th- hold that thing sure. back. If you, you look at these at youtube.com slash pick six, by the way. Uh breaches say who day or who dat? Who day or who dat? What's which one is it again? Who day? Benson. Who day? Not say who dat. That's just absurd. I drank a couple of those over Labor Day weekend. Okay. Yeah, says, that's right. This is uh I don't even know if this is oh happy Labor Day. Maybe this is Friday. Is, Actually, you know what? I think this Labor is Friday. Brinson, that's when you said it was a Monday in September. I was like, does he not know today's a holiday? Because that would be classic Brinson. Actually, I think today maybe this actually may be Friday's episode that people are listening to. Uh, Friday, September third. Uh, that's what happens when Devo is away. Is I forget what date is. He didn't include it in the rundown, and that's okay. Anyway, go to BudLight.com/slash/delivery to get your beer sent to you we're going to do bold predictions for the nfl the 2021 nfl season on this episode wilson uh before we get started yes you got a little too much energy today i'm worried about you oh i've been running around like crazy this morning so okay um yeah my son's got a jb soccer game this afternoon so i'm I'm a little worried about that oh you won't believe you won't believe this what's your uh what's your what's what's your concern there can we bet on the game yeah is there a bucky are you the bucky there's these are. Can you imagine if it came out that uh, during a scrimmage, the dad of one of the JV coach, <laughs> JV team was running a, a betting ring? Uh, <laughs> be awesome. You won't believe this, but I'm super anal retentive, so uh, I, I I'm very detail oriented about the way I want him to play. And to his credit, he's very receptive. But I you know I get worked up about these. What uh, oh because you're you are as a soccer player yourself. Yeah. It's what uh, what what position does he play? He plays uh, left wing right now, oh. so midfield. But you know you play forward and defense as well. So I'm trying to think if you would know a player. Uh, uh, who's a left wing? Like Raheem Sterling. Do you know Raheem Sterling, Brinson? Ah, uh, no. Oh, okay. I thought you might know him. He plays for Man City. He played the England. Played for England in the Euros. You know Jack Grealish. Jack Grealish. He has a the stupid hairband. Yeah, I do know Grealish. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, this is apparently the thing. Jamie talking- Tart. Jamie Tart. Oh, you don't watch Ted Lasso. Oh, Jimmy Tart. Jimmy Tart sounds like someone I went to high school. Jimmy Tart. Do, 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 do. Jimmy Tart. Do, 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 do. Oh, I see. Yeah. But uh, this is a thing going around. My son's hair is not that long. In fact, it's probably. Oh, is he doing the little the little band? The Sanchez he band? He looks insane. Who's Sanchez? Mark Sanchez. Uh, Sanchez. Oh, yeah. That's right. Jack Relish stole that from Mark Sanchez. Exactly. Yeah, the yeah. Sanchez band. He, lo- he looks like Mark Sanchez. I saw dumb his hair looks when he does it. But hey, it's a thing they do. Whatever. So I'm a little, uh, you know, I'm preoccupied with that. But uh, oh, I thought you were going to ask me my bold predictions. Who, no, who we're was? going to. Yeah, but I, I just sent some. I sent some uh, apprehension in my. Yeah, some anxiety. Yeah, but in fact, yeah. we moved this podcast up so to uh, to accommodate for your son's soccer game. 
my wife said to me the other, yesterday, they had a game, a scrimmage yesterday. She said, um, I'm fine with the yelling at the kids because I'm, I'm 100% supportive. <laughs> I'm 100%. But there's a butt coming there. Wilson is so mild mannered on the podcast, and then he turns into Brinson while he's cheering mm-hmm. for Get him. on that ball. Don't let that ball get out of bounds. <laughs> Well, I'm 100% supportive of everyone on the team, but I will yell at my son about just certain things we've talked about. Not in wow. a mean way, but it's like, make sure you do this, do that, or whatever. But everyone else, I'm like, yeah, I'm very supportive. Are you the coach? But, no, oh, well, no. You're just no, a parent is- in the stands. Yeah. Are and you, depending- would you say that you stand out as somebody, like a parent, or is it just sort of yeah. one of the many? Uh, oh, oh, okay. I stand oh, out. And I, I would imagine <laughs> people are like, he yells a lot. But I'm yell again, I'm yelling positive. Only positive stuff, unless I'm talking to my kid about things that we've sort of discussed. And he, he'll know what I'm yelling about. And uh, she said, I'm fine with it yelling, you know, but but <laughs> could you could you not curse so much? I said, I don't curse. She goes, I can hear you curse. I say, you can hear me curse because I'm under my breath saying so and so like the ref did this or the ref did that. But I mean, if you don't want me to curse near you, I'll just go stand in the corner. I'll be that guy. And I'm fine being that guy. But I'm not yelling, hey, MFers, <laughs> run faster or whatever. But anyway, Man, so that's this a- is uh, this is some high level anxiety. I like it. Yeah. All right. So my first bold prediction is going to be the least, the least bold prediction, least boldy of the predictions. But with the unfortunate news that J.K. Dobbins is lost for the season with ACL injury, I'm going Gus Edwards over 1,200 rushing yards. Mm. Last year, just for some context, last year J.K. Dobbins had 134 carries, 805 yards. Gus Edwards had 144 carries, 723 yards. Gus Edwards averaged five yards per carry. We know about the Greg Roman offense. No, not about Lamar Jackson. I think it's eminently possible, especially if these wide receivers and Lamar Jackson don't, don't take the next step. If it's only Lamar Jackson and, and Mark Andrews sort of being the passing game show, I feel like Gus Edwards, the Gus bus, could, could at least travel 1,200 yards in 2021. Uh, Breach, I'll let you grade this on a bold prediction scale. Bearing in mind. It's that- my least boldy. Yeah, but I don't. I don't think it's. A, I don't think it's a bad prediction. I am going to give that prediction. Um, wait, wait, wait! Before you give a breach, just so we're clear, like bold prediction doesn't mean that Evan McPherson is going to win the MVP is an A plus bold prediction. I mean, but, look, not, breach is going to have his bold predictions graded as well. So you know, but I'm just saying the the grading scale shouldn't be how insane is it, right. how unlikely is it to happen. Because if it doesn't happen, it's not bold. It's just stupid. Right. All right, go I ahead. Agree, I agree with that. Well, I'm going to give it a B plus, Ryan. Yes. You don't have to sit here and defend <laughs> uh, how the grading system works. It's my grading system for my grades. You have your own grading system for your grades. Fine, fine. Uh, but the reason I liked it, I probably would have given it an A minus if J.K. Dobbins did not get hurt. <laughs> did you make this prediction before Dobbins or after Dobbins? No, of course, after. Uh, before, there's no way he does it. <laughs> Why would he do well, it before? I, well, no. <laughs> well, he does it before because the guy's average 700 yards per year. So, I, you know, like gets more action. Uh, yeah, that's why I would have given an A if Dobbins had not been injured. But well, the I'll reason the I, I like this is because. <laughs> if he did it before, why would he do it that, before That would be Dobbins? an F. <laughs> that's an F if he do it before. Yeah, exactly. It would be so stupid. <laughs> no, like, that makes like, it bold. <laughs> no, that would mean that Wilson like broke J.K. Dobbins' leg. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that would be sad. Uh, <laughs> um, but I like this because Lamar Jackson, obviously he last three seasons, last two seasons, he's been the Ravens leading rusher. So if you're uh, running back in that backfield, you have to contend with that, knowing your quarterback is going to put up a ton of yardage. And you look at, I think since Lamar has taken over as quarterback, I think Mark Ingram's the only person that's even hit a thousand yards and Mm. none of the running backs have come close to 1200. So the idea of someone getting there 
is definitely uh, a bold. There was no one who hit more than 1,000 yards, no running back that hit 1,000 yards in Baltimore last year. There was How, There are uh, only two running backs in football who hit 1,200 yards last year. In fact, there were only nine people in, in football who hit 1,000 yards, and that includes Lamar Jackson last Derek year. Henry, and who, was the, who was the other one over 1,200? I thought you were looking at it. Well, so yes. So it, this is a very good prediction, Ryan. I like it. Yeah. So Brent, I, Brent, so you, were, you weren't looking at it, the list? Looking at what list? Who else was over 1,200 yards? Oh, I got it right in front of me. Uh, so Derek Henry, obviously, 2,000 yards. Dalvin Cook, 1,557. Dal- Dalvin, gotcha. That's it. Uh, and then Jonathan Taylor, 1169, which is crazy because he didn't actually play that well early in the season. Aaron Jones, David Montgomery, and James Robinson actually tied for fifth most rushing yards. Mm-hmm. Nick Chubb over 1,000 yards, Josh Jacobs, and Lamar Jackson. Melvin and Gordon. that's crazy. If, Brinson, if, you if we would have just said how many players do you think went over 1,200 yards last season and you put the over-under at like four and, four and, a, half, and a half, you would have said yeah. over. I would have got over. Yeah. I didn't think it was only two. That's yeah. incredible. That's cr- Ryan, now I'm giving you an A. Incraziable. Um, I like that word. Incraziable. And yeah, I mean, the other thing, the reason I, I give it an A minus. I think 12, 12, if you'd said 1,000 yards, I think it's a B plus. Uh, 1,200 yards is bold. I mean, you know, when you actually yeah. start to look at it, because these NFL teams just don't use one back that often anymore. Uh, the reason this could happen, though, is that they just gave Gus Edwards an extension. They really like him. Now, John Harbaugh has come out and said, we're going to rotate our backs. That's, you know, that's obviously not a... Yeah, a, but who are the other guys? That's, I mean, that was going to be my point. It's yeah. Justice Hill and Gus Edwards. So, yeah. I mean... I, now I, there's a guy they like in camp. Uh, Ty Williams, I think is what uh, his name is. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. But here's the thing. If the passing game doesn't work again, you're going to be running the ball anyway, doing the, the running the, the read option all day long. Tyce, so that's, is it Ty, Tyson, yeah, Tyson Williams? Tyson Williams, yeah. I mean, yeah. that's not enough... Ru- those three guys, they're, they're going to have to bring somebody else in, I think. In fact, uh, if you want a little mini bowl prediction, the Ravens. Uh, don't, don't say Todd Gurley. No, no. Todd Gurley doesn't oh, make any okay. sense. The Ravens trade for Mark Ingram. Oh, that'd be idiotic. Mark I mean, Ingram would love it. You just don't have enough bodies here. Bring do, Mark Ingram back. Do the Ravens typically give up draft picks? No. Like they, I mean, they just traded Bredersen to the Giants, which is a great trade for the Giants. And I think they got a fourth round pick. The Ravens don't give up draft picks now. That's crazy. A fourth, especially round for a, for an aging running back, they let walk in free agency. That would be right. So Bredersen was a starter, I believe, and then I guess they liked the way that Ben Cleveland, their rookie from Georgia, played, and, and they decided just to put him in the lineup. So again, you know, they're playing four D chess, and Dave Gettleman's playing marbles, um, which is actually a pretty complicated game, Ryan. You're giving Gettleman too much credit. I, I was thinking, I've never played marbles. It does look sort of complicated, <laughs> kicking it inside the circle. I don't know how it works. Ooh. Marbles. He's playing with Play Doh. Let's uh, <laughs> let's stick in the division for bold predictions because John Breach has a bold prediction. I'll let you grade it when he's done, Ryan. Um, I have a two for one bold prediction out of the AFC North. Okay, okay. So now this is not. Are these two individual bold predictions or are these one both, combo bold prediction? It's a combo. Okay, okay. That well, that's a, so that's a parlay that, that, that raises the difficulty. It is a combo. And since Ryan uh, brought up the Ravens with his Gus Edwards prediction, my combo prediction is that the Baltimore Ravens miss the playoffs and that the Pittsburgh Steelers win the AFC North. That is a reverse jinx, passive aggressive <laughs> John Reese <laughs> BS nonsense. I saw that when you emailed it to Debo. I was like, this mother sucker. What is he? <laughs> Ryan, please stop the, swearing so much. I know. I got a soccer game all of a sudden. 
Uh, all right. Well, explain yourself before I give the grade. No, no, no. Give the, uh, give the grade first, and he can explain. Okay. I mean, the the parlay sure. the parlay factor. If it was just Steelers win the division, I was going to give you an F minus because it's well, like four what, to one. That's one of the, hold that's on, hold on. The third highest odds in the AFC North. Well, yeah. What's the pay? How, how many how many other third place teams are you picking uh, to win the division? How's that not bold? That actually is a good point. What's the payoff, Princeton, on this parlay? And your what's your payoff for it? Well, uh, for the, uh, well, the Ravens to well, let's we can actually look this up. Uh, oh, they have that. Yeah, Ravens to make or miss the playoffs. I would guess the Ravens to miss the playoffs is probably two to one. Let's. Uh, it is plus one eighty at the book I was looking. at. I didn't have ah, the. Okay, all right. Well, let's uh, let's find a. Um, let's find. I'm, 13, I'm, I'm, it's thirteen to one. All right. Ooh, well, I'm going to add up thirteen hundred. Okay, that's bold. Wait, four hundred to four hundred plus one ninety. Is that what you looked up? I did four hundred plus one eighty. But if you want to do no, plus no, that's fine. No, 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 no. It makes me look even better. No, that's fine. I think yeah. I, that's, uh, yeah, I would say yeah. I think this is a pretty bold prediction. The parlay factor makes it bold. Okay. Yeah. So let's see. I, the Ravens missed the playoffs. Well, I mean, there has to be some injury concerns. Lamar Jackson has to regress. <laughs> Gus Edwards might get hurt. They have to lose J.K. Dobbins for the season. Yeah, Gus Edwards has to get hit by a, literally hit by a bus. The Gus bus. I mean, their uh, receivers are really banged up. The receivers are banged up. So it's doable, and I'm just going through the, the math here. The Steelers' offensive line is a huge concern. And I remember back <laughs> way back in 2008, and Tomlin actually said this in 2008, he goes, you can protect your quarterback in one of two ways. This is after they didn't draft any offensive linemen. You can have a good offensive line, or you can have skill position players that make things difficult for the defense. And Big Ben got destroyed. <laughs> they, get, they won the Super Bowl that year, but, I mean, he took a punt. A, he was punished the entire time. So I think this is going to be more of that sort of punishing type situation. I give, it a, I give it a B plus because I think both are pretty unlikely, but that's the whole idea of being bold. Like, almost unlikely to the point that I don't think either are going to happen. I mean, the Steelers could go to the playoffs. It's just me being optimistic. But I think this offensive line is going to be a disaster, and I – I don't know what has to happen for the Ravens to miss the playoffs. Well, the the good thing about this parlay and this bold prediction, this is why this is why Breach is clever and why he does what he does. But it's a correlated parlay, right? Because if yeah. the Steelers win the division, it is le- it is more likely that the Ravens will miss the playoffs. So if you get the first part right, basically all you need is ten plus wins from the Browns. And you're so when's the last time the Ravens missed the playoffs? They've only missed like once, twice under Harbaugh. No, I mean, more than that, I think. No, right oh, really? before uh, when Joe Flacco was starting. Remember, remember Harbaugh's about to get fired. They missed it. They missed it three straight years: oh, 2015, 16, and 17. Yeah, but they've right, yeah. they've been back ever since because they snuck in last year. Yeah, they've been back the well, last three they, years. Ever since uh, last three years, they've won at least ten games. Yeah. Okay, since Lamar yeah, took yeah. over as starter. Well, yeah, yeah, they've correct. Because only... they were, remember they, they were going to remember Flacco got hurt. And they were, looked like they were going to miss the playoffs, and Lamar they went on that big winning streak, right? Yep. I, am I, am I misremembering right. how that season went? No, that's right. Because uh, they were God, four we... and five at their bye. Holy cow! All right, A minus. Wow, thanks, Reach, Wilson. Reach, you, Reach, we both bumped it. each other's grades up. I like it. So here is my explanation on this pick. Um, I don't think the Ravens are going to be bad. I actually think they're going to go ten and seven because. Did all my records, did my projections. Those come out Labor Day on Monday. I have the Ravens at 10 and 7, but missing the playoffs because the AFC is so loaded. So it's not like I think this team is going to crater and be bad. I just think the Steelers and Browns, I don't think the AFC North is going to get three playoff spots again. So, and I think most people are eliminating the Steelers and giving the two spots to the Browns and the Ravens, Uh, but I'm giving it to the Steelers and the Browns. 
And the Ravens just worry me because, it, and we kind of saw it last season uh, to start off. It just looked like they they just had trouble. The offense the, did not get going early on in the season. Or it was midseason because they started five and one, and then they lost four or five. Oh yeah, never mind. Um, the o- offense was awesome. <laughs> but it just it, it just seems like they you know they're a freight train, and then boom, like part of the track fell off, and then you know they crash, and so you know I know that. You know, well, there was the talk earlier a couple weeks ago, big debate about if defenses have figured out Lamar Jackson. And I don't think defenses have figured out Lamar Jackson, but I do think that defensive coordinators have gotten better at trying to stop him. So I think they've slowed him down a little bit. They have not come close to actually stopping him. And I think they've slowed him down just enough, especially when you take J.K. Dobbs out of the equation, uh, that they're not going to get to 11 or 12 wins. And that's going to keep them out. And obviously, like you said, these are connected. So, you know, that opens the door for the Steelers. And by the, by the way, when you look at the Ravens schedule from last year, too. So they beat the Browns in week one, beat up the Texans who were terrible in, in week two, lose to the Chiefs, beat Washington, Cincy and Philly. That's not exactly murderers row right there. Of the, those three teams. Uh, and then out of the bye. They lose to the Steelers, beat the Colts, lose to the Pats, lose to the Titans in overtime, lose to the Steelers. And so they're six and five and teetering on big, like they're in big trouble and probably not going to make the playoffs. And then their final five games of the regular season, Dallas, Dallas, Cleveland in that wild Monday night game, right? Um, Where, where Lamar Jackson pooped, like had pooped the poop poop game, the poop cramps, right? right, And they beat him 47, 42. And on a last second touchdown to Marquise Brown, then they beat, the, uh, then they beat the Jaguars, Giants, and Bengals to close the season. I mean, well, it, it, that's, that a, that, that's not a very impressive like they, set of wins is what I'm saying. They went three and five last year against teams that finished with a winning record, and two of those wins came against Cleveland. So mm. you take a division team out, all of a sudden you're one and five, and obviously they dominated the bad teams. The problem for them, though, is there's not a bunch of bad teams on the schedule this year for them to – they struggled so much with the good teams last year. It could happen again this year, and if they do, their schedule's so loaded that it's easy to see them losing more games than they did last year. As for the Steelers, Ryan, you said it. The offensive line, it all comes down to that. I think they're going to be good at receiver. Adding Najee Harris is huge. Uh, I think is going to be better than he was last year, and now that he's got you know a full season of – that uh, a year between him and that surgery uh, that he's going to make it through the entire season, not melt down after 11 weeks. Um, So I think as long as that offensive line just plays average football, I think they can win the division. You know, what's weird is that win the division. So quickly, Brinson, just to your point, I just looked up real quick. You mentioned that the schedule and how the Ravens weren't blowing people's doors off. They still were seventh in DVOA, 11th in offense, ninth in defense. Mm. 11th in offense is not good. Well, the Steelers are 22nd. And that's all because, I mean, you know, that ain't no great shake. The Steelers but, um, were 22nd in offense last year? Yeah, the end there. Big Ben was just Jeez. chucking and ducking like he was Eli Manning on speed. <laughs> <laughs> on, like, the movie good. speed or on, like, speed speed? <laughs> no, he was like, he got the ball, half take a letter, he was... Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, you guys are so, you guys are such a, such AFC honks. Uh, let's, uh, yeah, let's, of course we are. Yeah, of course we are. I'm an NFC guy. Let's take it over to the NFC with... Wait, did you give Bre- Bre- uh, Breach a grade? Oh, um... I'll give you a B plus. Yes, that's, that's a good one. The parlay, the parlay factor was huge. I, if you had just gone, I was going to kill you if it was just Steelers win division. I don't know why that's not bold either. Four to one, it's fine. Four to one again. What other team that has the third best odds in division are you picking to win a division? 
third best odds into the division. <laughs> it's like, look at the what are you talking Hey, Breach, about? you and I both had 3.0s going home for the Thanksgiving break, so that's good. That's right. <laughs> look, Mom, I did better this time. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, my turn. I'm going to. I'll start off with this one. This is this is my all-in guy this year. I got an insane amount of uh, best ball shares of him. I will be drafting him in every league. Trey Sermon, this not crazy. not only wins Offensive Rookie of the Year, but leads the NFL in rushing yards. That's Ooh. that's crazy town. All, all right, right, let's 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 look here. So. Typically, I mean, you talk about, you know, we were talking about the, the Ravens and having them split the carries. Typically, that's exactly what Shanahan does, right? Uh, so you got, Mo- yes. you got Mostert. Well, you're going to you're gonna give me a grade on it? I got to think through it. I got to talk through okay, it. Right. You, got, you got Mostert. You got um, Trey Sermon, obviously, who actually I like. Um, I think I like Ramon J. Stevenson better than Trey Sermon, though, now that I think about it coming out. But whatever. Jamichael yeah. Hasty is the other guy who, who got a little run in preseason, had a touchdown, I think, on the week three. But I don't think he's going to a lot of carries. So it's just him and Mostert. So uh, you didn't give a number. He just, he's going to lead the league in care in in, um, in rushing yards. Yeah, I, I mean, I probably should just give a number. I guess uh, that doesn't matter. If he leads the league, he leads. He's a hundred to one to lead the league in rushing yards. I was going to say because there's a lot. I mean, you mentioned At Caesars. You mentioned Dalvin. You mentioned Derrick Henry. Um, Gus Edwards is obviously going to have a big year. You know and who else is a you know who else is a good just just I don't think we have any bold predictions related to him, but just looking at these odds, AJ Dillon's hundred fifty to one to lead the league in rushing yards. Like if Aaron Jones went down, that that would be like thirty to one. Yeah, but they who they they get the kid. I think they got the kid out of Mississippi State who had a really good preseason. Anywho, um, all right, I'm going to give this. God, this is super bold. I'll give it a B plus for boldness. Oh come on! It's it's wait a second. He's not going to outrush Derrick Henry or Dalvin Cook. That's the thing. Or Dalvin Cook gets hurt all the time. Derrick Henry. It just ran for just carried the ball three hundred seventy plus times. Like football outsiders okay. analysts has shown All us right. that the, the law of three seventy. Thank you. Oh my god. That's why I like to have you explain it before I give the grade, and then I gotta yeah. go back and change. All it. right. Here is the other thing too. Trey Sermon, the highest draft pick that a Shanahan, either Mike or Kyle, has ever used on a running back. What a third round pick? Yeah, that is high. That was high for Trey Sermon. I want to take him to high. And but, if you um, look at it, so they bring in Alex Mack this offseason. They bring back Trent Williams. Offensive line's right. in great shape. All right. Trey Sermon coming out of that Ohio State system, zone running scheme, the perfect one cut and pew, guy. And I think that they will try and sort of limit the amount of wear and tear on Raheem Mostert because I think they believe that Mostert is more effective in sort of sh- in, in, you know, 10 to 15 carries. And so I think yeah. Sermon could be the possible workhorse there. And if that, something happens that, to Mostert, it's just him and Jeff Wills. This is why you need to explain it. This is like saying, hey, teacher, turn on a book report. Grade it before I tell you what it's about. I All mean, right, fair enough. All right, so A plus? Is that what you're saying? No, I'm going to give it – I'll give it – you know what? You talked me to an A because also uh, uh, Trey Lance, is if he's running the similar type of offense Correct. to Lamar Jackson – that's more runs for everybody. More fun, more run. And right, well, I was going to give it a B plus, but Brinson was begging for a higher grade. So I'm going to go up to an A minus. All right. And here, here's what I do like. Am I getting about- docked because it's too bold? Is that what that's what's happening here? Yes, it's pretty unlikely. Like you just said, the odds are 100 to 1. <laughs> and, and, and and rookie of the year, which would be like 25 to 1. But I'm well, assuming. This is like a parlay, too, with yeah, the exactly. leading NFL in rushing. But if he leads the league in rushing, he's going to win rookie of the year. Exactly. Right. That's right. Um, I mean, unless Trevor Lawrence takes Jacksonville to the playoffs and goes 14 and 2. I think if, I think if somebody rushing, leads. does not the, guarantee him rookie of the year. If, what does? If Trey Sermon leads the NFL in rushing, this does not guarantee him rookie of the year. What yeah, if Mac yeah. Jones goes twelve and five? Yeah, he's going to get it. No, if Trey Sermon I mean, leads the league in rushing yards, he will get rookie of the year. It 
here's here's how he doesn't win it if Justin Herbert happens. Otherwise, he's winning it. Just, like, no, I, I think that I think that leading the league and well, maybe not because Justin Jefferson did lost to Justin Herbert. So, right. So I think which is uh, crazy, short, but I mean it's crazy. Short of Justin Herbert, you're winning it. Like, Brenton, if you want me to tell you why you're wrong about leading the league, and it's literally happened in two of the past five years where a rookie Wait led a the NFL in rushing, you didn't and let him did finish, not, and did not win rookie of the year. You asked him yeah. a question. You said I could tell you why. He could have said no. I don't want to hear it. And yeah, you just kept true. talking. I don't want to hear it. Wait, wait. Did neither <laughs> of those? Oh, because Dak won. Dak won over Zeke in 2016. And then Saquon led the league in rushing. And oh, and Baker, no. Who led the league in rushing? Kareem Hunt in 2017. Oh, oh that's right. And Kamara won. And actually, of the year. another running back wasn't even a quarterback mm. because uh, more versatile weapon for the Saints. All right, fair enough. I'll, uh, I'll take that one on the face. So, just an A minus. But I, I should have just like said it. Trey Sermon has a thousand rushing yards. Take, take the, I would have got a B plus anyway. <laughs> but I mean, there's no reason he can't have a big year. Monster is a. Uh, I'm sorry, who? Who? Monster. I'm, I'm sorry. Monster? I'm sorry. Raheem who? He, Monster, Raheem Monster Drink. <laughs> Did you see Raheem Monster? Monster? <laughs> What's his? No. What's uh? Tyron He's Mathias. got an injury history, and if he gets injured, that who? Wait, who? Who? Wait, who has an injury history? Trey Sermon as. You're only guy, so I think you have a chance. Here. Well, who's the other guy in the backfield? Who is it? Mustard? Are he mustard? <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's the Instagram account. No, say his name. Oh, say his name. You got to be. You got to be. You got to be in on the the jokes. Say his name on for social real. Media. Say his name for real, though. No, I'm not going to now. Okay. Is it? Did you say Raheem Monster? <laughs> he said Monster. I give you. By the way, Tyron Mathieu. Yeah, the joke's on us because I'll end up saying this on air. I was doing HQ talking about Teron, Teron Matthew. I said Matthew the other day. I, I did it too. I did it too. I was I was talking to somebody. And I was like Tyron Matthew, and I was like, oh. <laughs> so yeah, jokes on us. He's he's playing the long game. Is that mustard? Raheem Raheem <laughs> mustard. Yeah, Raheem mustard. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, sure, sure you do. Sure yeah. All right, Brenton's leading the GPA through uh, the first semester. For everyone here. that is listening and not watching on YouTube, I showed them the Raheem mustard. That yes. is correct. All right, uh, breach. Back or no, Wilson. Back to you for a ball prediction. All right, let's see. I'm going to go. I'm going. I'm assuming Brinson went from boldest to least bold. I don't know. We'll find out. I'm going to go. I just sort of went with what popped in my head. All right, this is. Uh, well, you wrote him down, so I thought maybe this is my number two. This is my middle bold prediction. I'm going in order. Okay. And I didn't even look at the odds when I said it, but I'm going with Justin Herbert wins the MVP. When I looked at the odds, I think they're plus two thousand. And let me see who who he's near. He is near. So just ahead of him, ahead of him is Russ. He's eight. twenty to one to win MVP. He is with uh, Matthew Stafford ahead of Kyler Murray, ahead of Ryan Tannehill, ahead of Baker Mayfield, behind Russell Wilson eighteen to one, Dak Prescott sixteen to one, Lamar Jackson sixteen to one, Josh Allen twelve to one, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes. So one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. He's eighth. So that's not, not even that particularly bold, but I do think it's bold on uh, in the sense that I, I think it's pretty bold. Okay, good. In terms of the sophomore slump factor, which you don't have to believe in, but it, you know when it happens, that's all people are talking about. Um, number one, number two, completely new uh, coach and Brandon Staley, who's younger than the two of you. Yeah. And I think five years ago he was in D three coach or something. Like yeah, something is it James crazy. Madison or something? No, I think it, James Madison. Respect. Let's FCS man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, look it up um, while I talk. And then last year, of course, he was the defensive coordinator for the Rams, so he's not even an offensive guy. Not that it matters. John Carroll. John Carroll. Oh, there you go. Yeah. So um, another name. 
Yeah. James John, half, half split, half. Yeah, I, I, I give myself a. Oh, no, he was at James Madison before John Carroll. And he was at John Carroll before James Madison. Oh, he got stuck in the name loop. So he went, um, he was a grad assistant at Tennessee, then went John Carroll, D.C., James Madison, D.C., John Carroll, D.C. What the hell? He had, oh, he, that's weird. He went to John, he was at John Carroll, jumped to James Madison for a year, then went back to John Carroll and took the same job he had before. That is bizarre. All right, carry on. So wait, John Carroll is in Ohio. So he's just driving back and forth between Ohio and, and the western part of Virginia. Okay. That's bizarre. But anyway, yeah, so we know about the playmakers they have around them. Their offensive line is going to be better. Their defense is going to be better. And I think that we spent a lot of time talking about the Chiefs in that division. And people actually, and Brenton, I think you're sort of on the, the Broncos bandwagon. I'm yeah. slowly coming around to them. Um, did Joe Flacco play? He did play for the Broncos, right? Were we uh, talking ourselves into Joe Flacco being successful in Denver? Yeah. Golly, that is that feels like real. forty years ago. Jeez, but this team does actually feel like it has a chance. If Teddy Bridgewater can just why did we average. do that? You did it, and I fell for yeah, it. Yeah, that was all you. And, In hindsight, that sounds really, really. You stupid. were so good at convincing Wilson <laughs> that he it. jumped on the bandwagon, even though it was going straight off a cliff. Yeah, in hindsight, that seems really, really stupid. <laughs> I can't even visualize him in a Broncos uniform. Uh, but I, I was I like, no, he beat the Broncos in the playoffs. What are you talking about? Yeah. But uh, I feel like we're, we're not really talking a lot about the Chargers, probably because we haven't seen Justin Herbert play this preseason at all. Yeah. But I think he can come out, and if he deals like he did last year. And also, by the way, if, if Anthony Lynn is a little more aggressive last year, they win nine, maybe ten games, and then we're talking legitimately about Justin Herbert being an MVP. So I think he builds on that. I think a lot of things have to go right, obviously. If they beat the Chiefs in one of these games, or, God forbid, they go, say they go 0-2 in this regular season, but somehow meet the Chiefs in the playoffs and win that game, I mean, that's a home run right there, Breach. Yeah, I'm going to give you uh, B plus. By the way, the uh, the 2019 Broncos did go seven and nine with a bunch of one score losses. Just because I I like I'll take it I'll take it I like Herbert. Obviously, <laughs> he was good last year. I think he's going to be good this year. How did you not call um, him a bear? By the way, just an a bear because <laughs> he's Bobby a bear's son. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, but when you look at the last four MVPs, their team either finished with the best record in their conference or the best overall record in the NFL. Rodgers and the Packers, best record in the NFC last year. Lamar and the Ravens 2019 had the best record in the NFL. Mahomes and the Chiefs, uh, best record in the AFC in 2018. Brady and the Patriots tied for the best record in the NFL in 2017. And, and so you have to pretty much be playing for the best team. You have to be the quarterback for the best team. And do you think the Chargers are going to be the best team. No, so but if, what happens if, What happens if they beat the Chiefs in the playoffs? Even if they go 0-2 in the regular season. But the they, MVP voting is before the playoffs. Is it? Yes. Oh, dang it. All right, well, they got to win, they they win one game against the Chiefs in the regular I, season. I think they have to split with the Chiefs yeah. and win the division for this to be even possible. Do you think the Chargers can I don't win know the if they have to win the division. If they split and he plays like he did last year and they win 10 or 11 games... I think that's he puts it that puts him in the mix. Like yeah. Josh Allen was in, oh, they won the play, they won the, the division last year, so that doesn't. I don't, I, don't, I think they need to be in it in the division race down to the final weeks of the season. Ryan, can you name the last MVP who did not play for a division winner? Who was in the mix last year? Aaron Rodgers, Josh Allen. This who is a good. This Tom is a good question. Can you name the last MVP who didn't play for a division winner? No, of course not. I can't even name the last MVP. <laughs> Josh, uh, Aaron Rodgers weren't last year. The year Josh before. Allen finished second place last Lamar, year. Lamar, yeah, Lamar. The year before, he was division yeah. winner. Mahomes, the year before, he was division winner. Yeah. Who was before Mahomes? I don't remember Brady life. Brady in 2017, Brady. division winner. Yeah. Matt Ryan, 2016, division winner. Cam Newton, division winner. The last one was Adrian Peterson, and he wasn't even a quarterback. So you you kind of 
All right. So last year it was Aaron Rodgers, Josh Allen, Tom Brady, probably I would imagine, and Patrick Mahomes. Were they the finalists? Because Russ was in it in the middle, and they faded away. They didn't. They didn't win the division, right? All right. I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you a C plus for this one, and it's not because it's not hey. bold. I think. I think it is bold. Like the idea of. But I think. I think it's a bad bet at twenty to one. Like, like those odds, I think Justin Herbert should be more like 35 to 1 to win MVP. Because I think. Oh, really? Yeah. Because I think yeah. there's there's more to. Yeah. Like, Breach points out, I mean, you basically have to be better than Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. Now, there's a, there's, don't get me wrong, there's a path to get there, but it's asking. There's a path to 9 and 7. There's a path to 9 and 7. It's not and, that uh, difficult. Mahomes. So, Aaron Rodgers won, and then Josh Allen and Mahomes were the only other two to get MVP votes last year. All right. So, let's see here. So, right. So, the, the top guys, Mahomes, Rogers, Brady, Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, Dak Prescott, those guys, Russell Wilson, even those guys are all assumed to win the division. So, that's your, that's your, but Russ like, ain't, Russ ain't sniffing MVP if the Seahawks don't win the division. Exactly. But I'm saying all those guys listed there. I don't think Dak's going to win the division because I like Washington football team. But I, I think to Breach's well researched point, it feels like better than 50 50 chance that those guys win the division, in, in which case they're going to win. The, they have a better chance to win the MVP. So Matthew Stafford is probably a better bet at twenty to one than Justin Herbert, according to what you're saying. I, I would agree with that, just which because is I think funny because that kind of segues into a bold prediction. My bold prediction, which is that Matthew Stafford wins MVP. That's right. Uh, Dang it! I, I needed. Uh, I, I don't know why I was. I was like, I'm sort of focused on the NFC West here, but I have. Uh, I like Stafford to win MVP. I've obviously been on the Stafford bandwagon for a while. This number got down to like twelve to one, and that's when I sort of backed off and said no, thank you. Um, now at twenty to one, I think I'm interested in buying back in, especially with all the hype. And I'm hyping it myself on the 49ers. People are sort of <laughs> off the off. I mean, it's like Trey Sermon leads the league in rushing. The 49ers are too hyped, um, but I, I do think Stafford. This Cam Akers injury, they're still going to run the ball a ton. They brought in Sonny Michelle. They have Daryl Henderson. Um, they've got a uh, – is it – oh, gosh, who's the kid? There's, they got a young kid they like as well. Is it uh, – I forgot his name. Nope, they don't. Uh, Jake Funk, that's it. That's who it is. Um, but not a ton of depth there. And I think there's a de- – I think the defense will be good, but I don't think it'll be as good as it was last year. And so I think that we're going to see a situation where Matthew Stafford has to throw the football more – then maybe even Sean McVay would want. I also think Sean McVay is going to want to justify this trade, and so is Les Snead. You're going to want to show people that you upgraded from Jared Goff and that Matthew Stafford is that substantially better. Tyler Higbee, Cooper Cup, Robert Woods, Deshaun Jackson, Tutu Atwell, Van Jefferson. I mean, they got weapons. And so, Sean Jackson's on that team? Oh, yeah. Good Lord. <laughs> I mean, Cooper Cup, Robert Woods, Deshaun Jackson, and Tyler Higbee, that is... Why do you think he's going to have to throw more? They don't have a. I don't think the running game is going to be that good. And I think the defense will be a little bit worse. Why they traded for Sonny Michelle? They have um, Daryl Henderson. There's a path to nine line? wins. <laughs> yeah, no. How's their offensive line? Uh, that's good. Yeah, he can run the ball. No, they'll run the ball. I just think I just I don't think they're going to be like a. I think there's an easy. There's a very easy pathway for 12, there 13, 14 wins, division title. Stafford puts up big numbers. And if, and if he plays really well and this team wins, people are going to want to credit Matthew Stafford for the change, even though the Rams have been good for the last three years. And like if, this, if the Rams are good and Stafford plays well and is healthy, people are going to want to give him credit. So like the difference with Justin, Justin A. Bear, um, <laughs> he can do exactly what he did last season, but they still have to beat the Chiefs to, for him to get that credit at 20-1. to 1. So I, that's why I would be on the Stafford bandwagon. So let me ask you this. Is it bold enough, though? Probably like the not. Justin Herbert thing. Yes, was... it is bold enough. It's twenty to one. I think twenty to okay. one absolutely qualifies as bold. All if right, you I'll give me, it. A, if you ask on, I gotta, me, let me get let me give a grade first. I, I give it a minus. Then since you talked to me to a breach. 
I give it an A because all right, going by the odds makers. Dad, I told you I could make good grades. Well, they're saying that Wilson's prediction is equally as bold as Brinson's because they're both twenty to one. But I agree with Brinson. I think Stafford has a much better shot at winning MVP than Herbert because the Rams can win this division. And like Brinson said, if they do win it, Stafford's going to get the credit. You just won the toughest division in football, and. Boom. You know, Stafford's going to have that. The, the voters are going to be like, man, that guy got stuck in Detroit for so long. We need to reward him somehow. And we're having Tom Brady fatigue or Mahomes fatigue uh, or whatever, or Aaron Rodgers fatigue. So let's vote for Matthew Stafford. So what I'm hearing is that mine is bolder, but you're giving Brinson better. I think, okay. I think, yeah, I'm getting a better grade because yours has a more difficult pathway to happening. Yeah. I'll take it. Yeah. So, which makes it, which ironically makes it more, Makes it bold. Well, which is funny because when we get to mine, I think it's less bold but more realistic. So I don't know what that. Well, means. let's I'm get gonna, to yours. Hold on, mine. I'm going to pregrade breach a D. Go ahead. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Unless we reverse the grading system and D is the best grade. Yeah, uh, mine is that awesome. Josh Allen. Do you say wins, Dawson? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Josh Allen wins MVP. Uh, it's twelve to one. It's plus twelve hundred. So wait a it's second. A big number. Josh Allen winning MVP is wait is this bowl predictions we're doing or are we doing this is twelve to one how is twelve to one not qualifies bowl so my boy oh, oh. so my boy Ryan Wilson over at CBS Sports <laughs> I hit the wrong button like that. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, wait a second all right continue you, you got to sell me more attorney breach oh, on, on twelve to I think anything over ten to one should qualify as a bold prediction these are not. Well, let me, let me ask you this: If you're ranking the bold predictions of Josh Allen, Justin A. Bear, and Matthew Stafford winning MVP, do boldest to least bold. Rank them. Uh, I mean, if you're, I could say, <laughs> I could say that Andy Dalton's going to win MVP, and that's the boldest prediction. So there has to be like another yeah, factor. You can't using just rank your them by using pure your boldness. discretion. Using your discretion, rank them. Uh, Matthew Stafford, Josh Allen, Justin Herbert. Well, here's the thing. Josh Allen is going to win the division. But the way Josh Allen played last year and the way he played in the preseason, it, I would be shocked if he did win the MVP. Like, if he wasn't in the MVP conversation down the stretch. That, so that's why I'm like, oh, okay, I get it. I mean, that's not like saying Aaron Rodgers is going to win the MVP or Tom Brady or Patrick Mahomes. I get that. Um, I, I, I don't I – don't, well, so let's put it this way. I, I think you will see – let's say there's 100 people who do preseason MVP. There's obviously much more, but just for 100, just for numbers sake. There's 100 people who do preseason MVPs. I think five of them will go Justin Herbert. I think 15 of them will go Matthew Stafford. I think like 40 will go Josh Allen. That's the thing. He is so good. I mean, he wins MVP last year, if not for Aaron Rodgers. He is a top five. Like right now, I'm taking Josh Allen over Lamar Jackson. I'm looking at this in terms of the MVP odds. If I were going to build a team, yeah. I think I would take, I would, I've seen Mahomes first. I'd probably take Aaron Rodgers second. I might take Josh Allen over Tom Brady. You guys may feel differently, but my point is that he's, he's a top four, top five guy. So I get it. Like I'm taking um, Josh Allen over Dak Prescott. What about Russ Wilson? Are you taking Josh Allen or, or Russ Wilson? Uh, Josh Allen. Josh, Josh Allen, yeah, if you're building so. a team, yeah. Yeah, no question. No Rich, Rich, you have to say Russ Wilson to defend your point, but you would probably take Josh Allen. Uh, Russ Wilson. I, don't know. I think Josh Allen's number two behind Mahomes right now. I get breach. I got to give you a C plus, which is what Princeton gave me for my fantastic one. That's ridiculous. In fairness, he raised you from D I'm for gi- Dawson. I'm giving you yeah. preemptive Fs <laughs> on your next prediction. I went from D to C plus. So, I mean, I, I, I buttered you up, and then I, I reversed course. 
Uh, okay, let's. Uh, Wait, let's... you got to grade him, Brenton. Oh, I'll give him um, a C plus because and because I think it is. It's really it is. Hmm. It, it, I think it's bold enough, but it's like it could just be a normal prediction. Like I might just pick Josh Allen to win the MVP. Like I don't think it's like that crazy. So all right, right I, I, five I, I, to pick... seven minutes. Yes. All right. So uh, who wants to go last? I'll go last. Or you Brent's, go first. Uh, Rich <laughs> is currently in last place in terms of the grades, which All makes right. me feel better. Right. Somehow, Brenton's, le- Brenton's the balance according to this group of numb nuts. Uh, all right, here it is. My boldest prediction, according to me, the Texans, your Houston Texans, win more games than the Jags and Lions combined. <laughs> so let me get a little backstory here quickly. Uh, what is your Texans number for number of wins that they will have to beat the Jaguars and Lions? So here, 21, the, the worst regular season record. I don't know what dead heat rules means, but according to Caesars. Uh, it means if plus, there's a tie, you, you chop it. So okay, like, if plus, you, like if you bet on something 10 to 1 and two, te- yeah. two people tie, you get 5 to 1. Oh, okay. Houston Texans are plus 250 to have the worst regular season record. record. The Lions are plus 350. The Jags are plus 1,200. So clearly the Texans are terrible. Uh, then, this uh, is an A plus. This is a bold. This is it's like there are, there's a pathway to it and it's really bold. And here's the thing. And I, I talked right, about A minus. Fine, Breach. Don't make that face. <laughs> during, during the preseason games, I said this countless times. Uh, the Houston Texans are playing hard. There's like, a path not, to five wins. <laughs> there's a path to one win in Houston. Like uh, David Cully doesn't have Deshaun Watson, but he's out there coaching that team up. Tyrod Taylor can, you know, he can. He's the the Andy Dalton of, of Houston right now. He can <laughs> he can help you win football games. Maybe that's not good, uh, but they're they're playing hard. Like the we saw Urban Meyer's body language and how that team looked not great for the first two games. They came back against the Cowboys, um, and the Lions. Like we have, we haven't seen Jared Goff. We don't know if Jared Goff is still on this planet. Like we haven't seen him in, uh, since he got traded. And I just don't know what to expect of that team. I think combined, the Houston Texans. If the Houston Texans wins five football games, David Culley should be put in the Hall of Fame immediately. And I think. Uh, they may have to win six to, to beat the combination of the Jags and the um, Lions, but but I think I think it's doable. Uh, Breach, I'll let you grade because I gave I, I, this is definitely in the A range because this is it is it's pretty crazy, but it could it could happen if they win. I don't think I th- they'd have to win six games. I think for it to happen, six is a lot. But right, maybe they get like, last year the Carolina Panthers were three and three. Yeah, I'll, I'll give it an A minus because you have the, the Texans get to play Jacksonville twice, and if you sweep Correct. those games, that, that pretty much helps your cause. Well, if you, if you sweep percent. Jacksonville, all of a sudden Jacksonville has like four winnable games on the schedule, maybe. Right, and, and then you look at the rest of Houston's schedule where if they pick up wins, maybe they can beat the Jets, um, the Panthers. I don't know. There's not a ton of winnable games, so yeah, Ryan, I do think they need to get the five to do this. <clears throat> Which they gotta get lucky. That's right. Would be wild, but also, <laughs> what if Jacksonville and Detroit both go zero and seventeen? Not that that's gonna happen. These are two of the worst teams in football. So, that, or they could go one and sixteen and only win two games combined. Um, you know, I'm not not even a minus. I'm gonna up it to, to just a regular A. Yes, Wilson yeah. crushing it in the GPA in the final semester. All right, go ahead, Brent, uh, Brinson or Breach. Got to hurry up because Breach got things to do. Uh, I'll go. I'll go next, and the Breach can close out. Uh, I will say that the Dallas Cowboys, America's old team, because the Browns are America's new team, the okay. Dallas Cowboys are going to finish in dead last in the NFC East. Wow. Uh, Riling even, up Cowboys' name. There's a pathway to three wins. <laughs> I'm going to give it an A+. Plus. Uh, 
the Giants are terrible, but I I, I want to see what Danny Dimes and Joe Judge if they can everyone get on the same page here because there were some certainly some bumps on the road during the preseason and, and training camp. But uh, I, I look, I don't. I, I say it all the time. I don't trust Mike McCarthy, and if the defense isn't good or better, and they should be given their players, but they may not be, it could be a problem. They have Will Greer as their backup now. Will Greer is basically Andy Dalton fifteen years ago. Whatever. Um, he's actually worse than Andy Dalton fifteen years ago. A plus. They started the, first, the season the last year one and four, and they should have been zero and four, except for an insane, impossible comeback win over the Atlanta Falcons. They gave up forty nine points to the Browns, thirty nine to the Falcons, uh, just twenty, just twenty to the Rams, thirty eight to the Seahawks, thirty four to the Giants in their second win in Week Five when Dak got hurt, thirty eight to the Cardinals on that Monday night game. I don't see how this defense, this defense is magically going to get better, and I don't. The offense in those first four games wasn't good. They were like they were coming from behind. They were playing terrible, and there are conceivable pathways where the Eagles are just better than we think. They win seven, eight, nine games. The Giants win six, seven, eight, nine games. Cowboys could win five, six, seven games and be in last place. That's easy. Brinson gave my last prediction a C minus, so I'm going to give this a C plus. Ah! For, for everything he just he's predicting he's making fun of my Steelers being in first place prediction the Cowboys only finished one and a half games out of last pit place last year and he's predicting the team that finished one and a half games out of last place is going to finish in last place doesn't sound super bold right. but right. it sounds like you're bitter about the C plus from the from the Josh correct <laughs> but 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 I will admit this back. is bold <laughs> no I mean it's not I don't think anyone any, any team in that division could finish in last. This isn't like pin- picking the Packers to finish in last place in the NFC North. You know? No, it's not. It's not, it's not the same at all. So if you had done that, I would have maybe given you, well, that would have been crazy. So I don't know. It's going to account for the crazy. In the all right, Breach, what do you got? All right, C plus. All right. Um, my prediction, my last one, Jameis Winston sets the NFL single season Whoa. record for most passing yards. Oh, I thought What's you said that Jameis Winston leads the league in passing. No, you said Jameis Winston sets the NFL season. Oh, I'm record. sure he's going to lead the league if he's setting the record. <laughs> yes. What's, I would, I would, what's the record? The record is 5,477 yards, but Winston has one extra game to do it. And also, Jameis Winston uh, in 2019 threw for 5,109 yards, which was the eighth highest total in NFL history. So he has hit the 5,000-yard mark before. He has an extra game to do it, and he's playing in an offense uh, – where Drew Brees has four of the top six passing performances of all time. I'm going to give this an A, and I, I actually like this a lot. My only concern is that Michael Thomas is not going to be there for the first. Is he on the PUP? Yeah, so he, he yeah, will miss the first six, six weeks, weeks of the season. Six first games. six games. Yeah, so that's my only concern. Hopefully Marquez, Marquez Callaway can, can bust out. Traquan Smith. Um, I'm not sure when Adam Troutman, the tight end, is coming back. But I love it. Alvin Kamara could get all those yards in terms of receiving yards. <laughs> Maybe there's a taste of meal. I, I'm going to give it an A. And my only concern would be an A plus if Michael Thomas was healthy. Love it. Yeah, I give it an A as well. I mean, it's a great, it. it's, yes. it's a great Thanks, prediction. Brinson. And I, I mean, I bet, I bet James Winston will lead the league in passing yards. What, I, what were the odds on that? Uh, it was during. I bet it during that. Um, let me see if I can find it. I bet it during oh, yeah, that. Uh, I think it was like thirty to one, maybe. Oh, I might hit that. I might sprinkle something on there. I took MVP at sixty to one. That's crazy. That would have been an interesting bold prediction. <laughs> That's well, sprinkle. That's what that means. Well, the, and no, the, those odds have come way down because he's – has he been named the starter? Yeah. He has been named the starter, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, well, it was, the report I, came out like 10 days ago, and then Peyton confer- Sean Payton confirmed it on cut right. day. Well, in that, that week two game where he came out and played and threw those bombs to Marquise Callaway, when, those were, nice. when that was going down, I was like, man, 
he's, I mean, everybody's like, oh, he's going to be the starter. And I was like, I tweeted out something. I was like, look, you might not think Jameis Winston's going to win MVP, but 60 to one ain't going to be there after tomorrow, you know, after tonight. And what we saw, True same that. thing with the, the passing yards. So I bet those. Um, and uh, so I think it's great. I think it's a great prediction. I think I think James could have an awesome season. And you know, if Sean Payton took him to quarterback makeover school and he has a big year, why not? He could lead the league in passing, win MVP. All right, let's get uh, four or five more quick hitters, and then uh, <laughs> <laughs> Breach is getting nervous. <laughs> oh, I right, forgot. Uh, I forgot to take a break, didn't I? Oh well, Debo can jam one in there somehow. <laughs> All right. Go watch Breach on HQ. Go watch Breach on HQ. Yeah. Uh, hopefully the uh, the Wolfpack won in a big fashion last night, and uh, we will Luke. see you guys. Oh, uh, mailbag, uh, bonus mailbag with our good friend Sean. Beep, my beep. Uh, tomorrow, that'll drop tomorrow. And Rob Thomas and Rob Thomas. Yes. Matchbox Twenty. Awesome. Matchbox Twenty. And uh, Carlos Santana too. I'll right, shut up and get out of here. See you guys.